Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Greg, welcome to Titans Hate Week. It is funny how much I hate the Titans. Like I can barely put my finger on <laughs> what it is. They're not a division rival. It's not. I, I don't know what it is. I, I dislike them more than so many other teams. Yeah, I'm. I like people look at me weird when I say this, and I mean it in my heart of hearts. I hate them more than the Patriots. <laughs> I'm not there. I'm, I'm not quite at that level, but I really do dislike them a lot. I look for me. It's just. We're going to have a whole segment about that actually later on in in the second hour, so uh, definitely stay tuned for that. <laughs> but, Greg, as much as I want to keep dumping on the Titans and finding reasons why, uh, first off, I have a whole segment for that, so that's later. But more importantly, B, let's get into the intelligent looks about this one. First off, I haven't talked to you since the preseason, and of course the Bills went and uh, decided we'll make it a game, then mollywopped the Rams. So I want to get your thoughts initially on uh, how the Bills looked in week one, how scary this team could look throughout the entirety of a season. So it's interesting because obviously, like every other Bills fan, I have that that weird tingling feeling in the back of your mind when other people are saying good things about our team. Like, that doesn't feel right. Something, what's going to go wrong? That, that doesn't, that's not how this is supposed to work. So when everyone is picking the Bills and so many people have them as the Super Bowl favorite and Josh Allen is the MVP favorite and, you know, people are picking them with the best offense and the best defense and you're just waiting to find out like, well, is it really going to be like that to then go into the opener where you're on the road, West Coast trip all the way across the country, you know, defending Super Bowl champions and to have them come out and put on the performance that they did, which was I mean, the dominant victory, if not for some sloppy, you know, care on the ball, that easily could have been a, a 45 or 52 to 10 game. And it really kind of, I think, should have reassured a lot of fans that, hey, it doesn't mean they're going to go undefeated and win every single game. It doesn't mean they're going to blow every single team out. But it means a lot of the hype is real. It means this team really is that talented. It really is the best roster in the NFL and it means the possibilities of what people are talking about are real. Now they need to go out and do it. They have to execute every week, and they can't have those ugly slip-up games like they had last year against the Jags or not showing up against the Falcons or things like that. They need to go out and perform and execute, but it shows that that potential and that hype is real. Greg Thomas at Cover 1 joining us on the West Her Hotline. Greg, obviously we get to this one now, and there's a bit of a uh... – I don't want to say a nervous energy, but one that um, 
it's going to become that if the Bills start slow against a team that, as Corey Griswold mentioned to me off air, Bills fans might want an execution of the Titans in this one. And if it doesn't happen right away, there's going to be a bit of the, of course, Tennessee is hanging in here. Absolutely. I mean, I've, I felt that way the last couple matchups that the Bills were the better team. They should come in and take care of business. And every time, whether it's weird circumstances with rescheduled games and Tuesday afternoon football or whatever the heck the last, that one two oh, games yeah. ago was, or losing last year with balls bouncing off of Micah Hyde's helmet and Josh Allen slipping in the, in the dirt. And you just weird things that it never felt like they were the better team. It never felt like, oh, we should have lost that game. And you have games like that. Like there's games where, you know, that Colts game last year, you just walked away saying, all right, they, they just whipped their butt. They deserve to win. It, it never felt that way. So I, I think that's where some of the anxiety comes in is, we've already felt like we were the better team. We've already felt like we were supposed to win. Well, we're the better team and we're supposed to win. Now they need to do it. And I want to see, I I agree. I want to see a convincing, controlling win. I want to see them show that we are the better team. You are not in our class and that we're able to control this game. And that doesn't mean, you know, it has to be 21 points. It has to be, you know, multiple scores, but I'd like to see them get out early and that's really what's going to decide this. Because if you let them hang around, you still have Derrick Henry. He can control a game. He can break off big runs. He's still capable of doing that. And their defense isn't as deep. But when you have individuals like a, a Jeffrey Simmons and like a Kevin Byard, they're able to make game impact in play. So all of a sudden you let them hang around. Derrick Henry breaks off one big run. Jeffrey Simmons breaks loose and has a strip sack fumble all of a sudden you can have a game where you just like this last game where we were controlling everything. And all of a sudden, Hey, how is it 10, 10 at halftime? I, I, I really think they need to go out play a clean first half and be able to exert some dominance there and then cruise to a comfortable win. Cause they are the better team. Greg, the other part about this, of course, being um, really the expectations here coming into this game the Bills obviously doing what they did, but the Titans, they lost to Bills Jr. And it's one thing for you to lose to the Giants. It's another when you go ahead and collapse against the Giants and let them come back on you and win the game. So Tennessee couldn't be coming in here with a uh, with a worse reputation than they've had in recent years because they've been a decent team. Yeah, it was a really odd game. Obviously, rewatching that to prepare for this week and doing our preview show like we did on Wednesday night. Um, and we had, we had Teron Davenport from ESPN on, and, and he talked about that. I, I asked him, I said, how did that game get away? 13 nothing, the better team with a good defense and a good run game. I mean, that is the perfect game script for a Mike Vrabel team. You're, those are the games you're supposed to win. When you get up early on a lesser team and have that run game and that defense, those are supposed to be the gimmies. Um, and it, it really showed some of the some of the flaws in this team that I think they've lost some of that explosion. You know, last year when you had A.J. Brown and Julio Jones, when you go for those play-action shots, you have some significant athletes who could really take the top off the defense and threaten the team. Um, and I think maybe in time, some of the rookies, Kyle Phillips and, and Traylon Burks, can become that. I think when he's fully recovered from his ACL, Robert Woods can be back to what he was, but – Right now, they just don't have the guys that threaten you over the top, and I think that's going to be a challenge for them. And then they lost some depth. You know, Harold Landry is a pass rusher and some of the pieces there, and you show that against 
you know, a Giants team that's not that great. They let the Giants run for 253 yards, and I know Saquon Barkley is a special athlete, um, but that's not a dominant run team. They shouldn't be running for 250 yards on anybody. Um, so now that's interesting, though, because I, I don't expect the Bills to all of a sudden go run heavy and run for 250 yards. So is that going to be something they play into to lean a little bit more in the run game? Um, because they certainly showed some chinks in the armor here. It was uh, not the kind of game that we've seen from the Titans the last couple of years. Last year, going to the number one overall seed in the AFC, it wasn't by blowing 13 nothing leads to the Giants. Yeah, and it's also a bit of another piece of how uninspiring that Titans team can be offensively if Derrick Henry's not 100%, because the playoff game against the Bengals, they sacked Joe Burrow, what was it, seven times? Was it something ridiculous that they should have won that game and then they didn't? So Tennessee could be had here if their offense is just doing what they do, which is apparently plodding along and even not getting Derrick Henry rolling uh, against the Giants of all teams, recovering from Dave Gettleman, uh, controlling their roster, Greg. The, yeah, I'm, oh, sorry. You even saw that big hit. You even saw the big hit that the Giants linebacker had. Oh, yeah. Henry taking him off his feet. You know, when's the last time we saw a highlight like that? Yeah, no. Usually that's Henry doling out that kind of punishment, and there it was the Uno reverse card. Uh, Greg, obviously injuries are looking like a bit of a concern when you talk about the run defense uh, in particular. Dane Jackson looks like he's going to practice today, but. It doesn't look like Ed Oliver or Tim Settle are going to. What does that mean for the Bills up front? So I, obviously it's not great. You know, that's not. There's no sugarcoating there. They're making it a good thing. But I, I will say, if there's a spot where the Bills can afford a one week blip here, I mean, having guys like Brandon Bryant and and Prince Emilie and people like that on the practice squad and having. Uh, you know, game day inactive fifth defensive end like Shaq Lawson last week, he can kick into defensive tackle and so can Carlos Basham. They're probably better suited to, you know, absorb that impact this year than they were in the past. You know, you're still going to be able to roll out Daquan Jones and Jordan Phillips as a starting defensive tackle unit, which is 670 pounds of grown man. Then you still have, you know, the rotation, Brandon Bryant's a good player. Brandon Bryant is a player that I actually thought deserved to be claimed on the cutdown day because he is a roster caliber player. He just happened to be our fifth best defensive tackle. So bringing him up and then having guys like Basham, now you can make Shaq Lawson active. Gregory Rousseau can kick in uh, on plays. You're able to rotate those guys around and still probably have eight or nine defensive linemen who are all very active and, and moving. So, you know, there's no scenario where not having Ed Oliver is a good thing. Like, no one can replace his explosion and and his capability inside. But still having Daquan Jones, still having Jordan Phillips, bringing up Brandon Bryant, rotating in Carlos Basham and making Shaq Lawson active, they can probably absorb it better than they could in years past. So there's spots, you know, obviously something happens to Josh Allen, something happens to Deion Dawkins, spots like that where they just don't have the depth behind it to be able to absorb it. Um, that would be more of a one game blip for me where I'd be worried about the game. Um, so, you know, we still need to see it. It still is Derrick Henry. It still is the Titans run game. Um, so I would much prefer to have all of them active, but I think it's tolerable. I think they're going to be okay. Uh, and honestly, with our goals and aspirations for the season, they need to be able to win a game without those two. And I would rather give them the extra rest to make sure they're good for the stretch run. 
Greg Thompson, cover one on the West Her Hotline here on Sports Talk Saturday. Greg, of course, uh, I can't be able to uh, have you on without making mention that um, the Sabres prospects are playing. So do you, do you, are you, are you going to go take a peek at something like that <laughs> on your Saturday as they play at 7? So I will say, I, I'm not going to be there at 7. Um, I have been keeping up with everything. I've been reading all Matthew Fairburn's updates. I've been listening to all the updates that are coming along. I'm trying to keep myself informed on the team, especially with all the exciting prospects coming up. So uh, I'm working on that. I'm working on the pr- pronouncing the names and getting getting them uh, as close as I can. There we go. Finally, Greg, I've got to get it from you uh, as we we got to move quick through this, uh, through this first hour here. Um, Give me a prediction. Give me what you think is going to happen, and um, give me give me a statistical hot take. Hmm, I like it. I like it. So, I think we're going to see a very similar game plan to last week, where they're going to neutralize Jeffrey Simmons by getting the ball out of Josh's hands very quickly and running to the outside. Um, I think that we see another game where early on it's a lot of small. Um, longer drives, but controlling the ball, converting on third down, keeping themselves on schedule. I do think they get out early on this team and take control of it, and I do think this Titans team is going to struggle to keep up score-wise. So I think it might start a little bit closer and then just slowly pull away as the game goes on because I don't think they're going to be able to consistently force the Bills to punt. They probably will punt for the first time. It's probably uh, not... Uh, smart to you know prognosticate that they're going to go another game without punting but I don't think they're going to be able to make them do it very many times and I don't think they can convert in the red zone to be able to keep up so I have it Bills 34 Tennessee 16 uh, and I think that they pull away as the game goes to take control of this game Um, and an interesting statistical one I think we see a breakout game from Dawson Knox I think that that was kind of an anomaly last week and i think that he's going to be a bigger part he did block incredibly well last week uh and was still out there in route combinations but i think i think we see a little bit more of dawson knox in the passing game and maybe a bigger breakout game from Knox. greg it's always great having you on and um of course the last thing i'm going to ask you this one's more of the surprise uh give me your biggest reason why you hate the titans <laughs> <laughs> Why I hate the Titans? I mean, it, obviously some of it goes back to the the forward pass. Some of it goes back to some of those things, and that it just seems like they continually win games they don't deserve. And I, I just it makes me crazy. And I, I just it's frustrating to watch a team that you don't think is actually that good continue to pull rabbits out of hats. And uh, I'm ready for them to get their comeuppance, and I think they're going to get some on Monday night. Beautiful, Greg. Tell the people, if they're not already following you, where to find you. Absolutely. You can come find me uh, on Twitter, at Greg Thompson. You can come find us on YouTube, on our Cover One channel. Uh, always having a good time doing our preview shows on Wednesday nights and our post-game show live right after every game. So uh, come and find us on YouTube, at Cover One, or find me on Twitter, at Greg Thompson. Greg, it's always great having you. Here's to hoping the Titans get that comeuppance. Let's go. Let's go. Greg Thompson, Cover One, on the West Her Hotline there. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.